Hello and welcome to the Learn Chinese Insights podcast, brought to you by ChineseLearnOnline.com, your progressive online Mandarin course. In each episode, I interview someone who has learned Chinese as a second language to find out how they learned, why they learned, and what they're doing with the language now. So in this episode, I'm happy to have Davide Sacon. And Davide, before we start, can you just give us a short introduction of yourself in Chinese, and then we'll go from there. Okay, no problem. Hello,大家好,我是意大利人,我叫Davide 然后二零零六年走到了一份有趣中国的工作，开始固定住在在这里。现在我住在山东青岛，嗯，我首先住在广东待了五年时间，然后搬家了去过浙江杭州，待了两年。嗯，现在快快十年时间了。嗯嗯
Yes, yes. Oh, we ended up being very close friends. I'm still in touch with them after how many? 20, 25? Well, it's, it's been a lot of time. <laughs> so when you went to China, to this village, were you able to use all the Chinese you had learned? Well, to some degree, because uh, um, actually what happens, uh, what happened was that uh, nobody could speak Mandarin. They always uh, spoke um, in the local dialect. Mm. And uh, the local dialect in, uh, in Wenzhou, but that was the place, uh, it was a small village near, near Wenzhou. And uh, the local language there is quite, well, very much difficult. Mm -hmm. So, um, I had the uh, opportunity to, to speak Mandarin with uh, other people uh, when I went to Beijing, Shanghai, uh, during that time. Mm. So then you went, went back to Italy and then... You were yeah. thinking you want to go back to China. Well, I always had the dream to mm, move to China. But then I went back to Italy and uh, I found uh, my first job and uh, house and so on. So it was not until 2006 when I answered to uh, an ad. Uh, look, They were looking for someone willing to go to China for their... Um, plant, it was an Italian company. So I applied, I got the job and I moved to China. It was 2006 and uh, I went to Guangdong, um, Guangdong province. Hmm. So that job was being able to speak Chinese a requirement? Yeah, that was one of the requirements. Uh, the job itself was um, IT manager, mm -hmm. but uh, all the, they, they were all Chinese people basically and very few of them well, could speak a little English. Mm. Basically, all the communications were uh, in Chinese, all the emails, all the Skype, SMS, everything in Chinese. So was your level good enough to handle all that? At the beginning, uh, it was really hard, really hard, because um, when you are abroad, when you are not surrounded by the Chinese environment, it doesn't matter how hard you study, uh, you're going to forget in a big part of what you studied. Yeah, because you're not using what I you're mean, learning. It's different. You're not using. So, uh, okay, today I studied uh, 20 characters. And then in, in one week I will forget them all because mm. I'm not using them. And um, obviously when I, when I went to China... That was the time where I, I began to, to really practice every day. Hmm. So I improved uh, a lot. So when you say practice, like you mean at home when you're away from work? No, no, no. Practice uh, at work because uh, everybody was uh, Chinese and everybody was uh, speaking Chinese. Okay. So you had to catch up very quickly. Yeah, very quickly. And uh, actually it's funny because I had this um, assistant, mm -hmm. a very nice guy. I'm still in touch with him. And uh, when I had to write some official emails to, to people, what I did what the, was uh, first I wrote in, in my words, in my, my Chinese, and then uh, I let him correct the, the biggest um, errors. And this went on for uh, some months. And uh, after a while, uh, he told me, okay, boss, you just graduated from elementary school. <laughs> Meaning that... Uh, <laughs> For, I, I was reaching this point where I could uh, uh, start reading my own emails. You don't need them anymore. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yes. 
I didn't need the, his help. <laughs> so was there, other than the, the language issue with, with your staff, did you find any other cultural differences, like dealing in... Oh, in well, many, way? many differences. Sure. Can you give me some examples? Yeah, I think the cultural differences are what makes the difference mm, in, in international business from abroad to, to China, especially when you have Chinese workers. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I don't know how to say, um, it's a matter of uh, how people sees uh, their own position in life. Mm, I would say philosophy, mm, the way you're brought up. Okay. Just in, I, I, I don't, I'm not saying uh, this is good, this is bad, this is better, this is worse, uh, but uh, I, I'm saying things as they are, as I've seen with my own eyes mm, in, in offices, in, in, in plants, in production plants, everywhere. In, I always uh, thought that uh, Chinese people they uh, they expect the boss to give very very detailed ex- instructions on what to do and how and when at a very very detailed level. Hmm. Instead, in Italy, uh, I'm speaking about Italy because sure. of course I'm Italian, but I think it's the same in, in other countries. Uh, the, this level of details is is just left to to, to, the, to the workers to, to work out themselves, mm. or maybe speaking with other people, or, or after a training and so on. And uh, very often, mm, foreign companies they don't realize this, and uh, this can lead to some confusion. Mm. Okay. Let's say this. Uh, okay. Anything else? That's a, and, uh, that's a good one. Well, maybe one problem that I had to face was that uh, this uh, this Italian company uh, they were set up just like an Italian company. Uh, I mean, mm, the salary was uh, was fixed. Mm-hmm. So everybody they they knew mm, how much money they were getting at the end of the month. Mm. And uh, while this is absolutely okay in Italy. Uh, in China, this led to some problems because the workers they were they they felt they were not treated uh, equally, because uh, you know I'm a worker and I have one colleague, I'm working a lot and he doesn't, but he's getting the same same money of me and this is wrong in their eyes, mm. uh, and so um, I had to solve this this problem. And, uh, well, as usual, I, I didn't invent nothing. I just went next door to the other Chinese factory mm-hmm. and asked them, how do you do, how do you manage this problem? Mm-hmm. And uh, the answer was that, uh, uh, very, very simple. They had this uh, si- uh, system of many allowances. Uh, so the, the more you work, the more you're getting at the end of the month. Mm. And this basically solved the problem. So it motivates them to work harder. Yes, yes, hmm. harder, definitely. Okay, very interesting. So, uh, so yeah. So, how long did you work as the manager of this plant? Uh, I started as uh, IT manager, and then uh, I, um, let's say I had uh, more responsibility, more and more responsibilities, uh, and I ended up being the general manager. Mm-hmm. 
and uh, this went on for some years and then I changed company I went to another company Itali Italian company as a general manager uh, the same and then uh, I just uh, for many reasons I quit the job and I started my own little consulting business here in, in Qingdao okay and that's going well yeah I manage right. <laughs> and uh, now in your in your personal life, are you married? Yeah, I'm married to a fantastic uh, Chinese girl. Okay. We have two kids. Oh, okay. Valentino, seven years old, and Daniele, three years old. Okay. So, uh, with your wife, what language do you speak with her? Well, we met in Italy because uh, she's been living in Italy for 10 years at oh, that time. Okay. Okay. And uh, she speaks uh, Italian very fluently. Oh, okay. So at home we speak, uh, I'd say most of the time we speak Italian with some uh, Chinese here and there. Oh. So when when you go out shopping or something and you're talking to each other, do do people stare at you? Like what language are you guys speak? Yeah, a lot. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's probably yes. common they would expect you're speaking English, but then they can tell that's not English. Yes, yes, they can, they can tell. Well, many people, they say, oh, how strange, I don't understand one single word. I don't understand a thing. And I, I go, yeah, of course, this is not English, I'm not American. <laughs> right, 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 because, yeah, that's what they would assume. Yeah. Uh, in fact, for your wife, it's probably even more impressive that she can speak the language, right? Yes. Mm. Right. Uh, the, her, her level is not uh, common. I mean, for people, she she began studying foreign language when uh, she was uh, an adult. So it's not common in this kind of situation to have this level of uh, grasp of the language. Oh, so it's almost like native level. Well, almost. Mm. Yeah. So uh, does that help you with your Chinese? Like if you have a question about Chinese that she can explain it from an Italian perspective? Of course, in the beginning, of course. But uh, now it's ten years, so uh, <laughs> I began. Uh, yeah, I began uh, uh, dealing myself with these kind of problems. Sure. And then, how about with your kids? What's the language situation there? With the kids, we um, ended up with. Um, um, well, it's this way. When Valentino was bo when my oldest son was uh, was born. Uh, Mm, we had many Chinese friends uh, and uh, they had children and they were so eager to uh, let the children uh, speak English. So the, the, the parents, they used to talk to the children half in Chinese and half in English. Mm -hmm. And we realized that the, the, the poor babies, they were just uh, confused. They, they didn't know what was what. And mm -hmm. uh, we felt that that was not good. But... They couldn't then, distinguish uh, between the languages. Yes, they, they, they couldn't distinguish. So um, I began looking around for a solution, and uh, turns out that uh, this quite of uh, this kind of situation in mixed couples is quite common. And the solution is that uh, mm, the, the children they have to learn to separate the, the language and associate one language to one person, hmm. and then this becomes normal. Hey, Papa talks this way, Mama talks that way. Mm -hmm. Then they they can very easily switch languages from one to, to the other and they never miss. They never right. go get it wrong. It's amazing actually. Oh yeah, absolutely. So now if they see 
So obviously, if they see someone who's Chinese, they'll speak to them in Chinese. <laughs> yes, yes. Now, Especially when, they, yeah, when, this was, when they were little, it was very funny when they saw some foreigners speaking Chinese or some Chinese speaking Italian. Oh, okay. <laughs> they, they, they had this, uh, this look uh, yeah. puzzled. <laughs> Doesn't fit their logic. Yeah. So what yeah. happens now, like if they see a foreigner, do they know that they don't speak Italian, probably? Maybe it's English. Well, my oldest son now can reason with uh, right. his own head, so it's no, no longer an issue. <laughs> and uh, right. the little one just uh, comes along. Sure. You know, second second brothers they they are they are smarter because right. they, they have uh, this uh, the, the example of the first. Yeah, and then also the parents are more experienced. <laughs> yeah, yes, this is also. An and issue. what's the the schooling situation? Do you just take them to local school? Yeah, it it is a local a local school. Mm, this is also well. We were very, very, quite scared about the Chinese education system, uh, especially for what regards the the little kids, because mm-hmm. uh, I think the, these the, the poor kids are uh are under too much pressure with homeworks and uh, all the competition the exams uh, and so on so we began looking around for uh, for an alternative mm-hmm. well turns out many chinese parents are also scared and or not satisfied with uh, the chinese um, education system mm-hmm. and uh, some of them they studied uh for being teacher to their own kids. And they founded a school based on this um, education system that was uh, developed by uh, a philosopher and scientist, uh, a, a German guy called uh, Steiner, okay. Rudolf Steiner. And uh, they, they felt this system was particularly good and they adopted this system and founded a, a new school. At the beginning it was very little, now they have uh, their, their own building, uh, they have the papers, they have everything. Mm-hmm. And uh, we began sending, sending the kids to the school and uh, it's very good. They, mm-hmm. they do a lot of things uh, in the open air, they, they do uh, works with their hands, uh, they don't have homeworks, they don't have uh, uh, books, uh, the materials are given by the teachers and, and they are taught uh, love and respect. Uh, so. And all the instructions then in Chinese? Yeah, everything is in Chinese. Well, they have the, the English class as mm-hmm. well, but basically it's uh, everything is... It, basically, it's, it is a Chinese school. Right. So it'll continue to what grade level? Do they have all the grades? They will, they will continue all the grades up to uh, the high school level. Oh, okay. So that's uh, perfect. Yes, yes, right. yes it's, it's perfect. And then they will uh, uh, take uh, the admission exam for the university. Ah, okay. So it's all uh, covered. Right. Okay. Well, that was very insightful. So I appreciate you sharing your time with us. Well, thank you for yeah. giving me this opportunity. Sure. Thank you. And I'll yeah, and I'll forward you any feedbacks that people have about this. Okay.